welcome. Well, you're at home with Jim and Joy, and you are an important part of our EWTN family. And we are so delighted that you have welcomed us into your home. Today, we're taking your comments and your questions from our viewers. So if you're watching, it's Monday, and we are live. Give us a jingle at 1-800-221-9460. If you are calling and you are outside North America, you can always reach us at 205-271-2980. And you can always send us an email with a question or a comment to jimandjoy at EWTN.com and check us out on Facebook. So the great question for you this week was, how are you discerning and preparing for this, this year's Lenten yeah. journey. So here we are less than two weeks away. Um, about nine days. Yes, yeah. and so are you praying about it? Are you thinking about it? Are you asking God what it is that you would, what he would have you to do um, as opposed to you telling God what you're gonna do? Yeah. Or do you just go into automatic? Do you just go, well, that's what I'm doing. That's my Lenten journey. And, you know, um, <clears throat> are you open to a change? And the whole point is to become more like Jesus mm -hmm. and less like you. As in every day. Every day is a conversion experience for us all. But the beauty of our Catholic Church takes us on a journey where we get to enter in with sacrifice and almsgiving and prayer and fasting in ways to become more like Jesus, yeah. to deny ourselves, to take up our own crosses daily and to give God all the honor, glory and praise. I love that Lent comes from an old English word which means lengthening, the lengthening of days, more light in the springtime. Lord, what do you want from our relationship? You should be asking that question now. You don't want to wake up Ash Wednesday morning and say, oh, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to be doing this and that. But what do you want for me to do? What do you want to do in my life, Lord, in terms of prayer and, and fasting and uh, almsgiving? But, you know, beyond that, do you have a word for me, Lord, that you want to speak to me uniquely for me? And I could tell you, it hasn't been infrequent that God does have a particular word for me. And it's wonderful. What do you want from me? Not just the whole church, from me. And then always say, Lord, I want to leave space. You know, you might be doing too many things. You've got all these plans for the season of Lent. And Lord, Lord I just want some space. Mm. Be still. Give me space because there's things that are going to happen over these 40 days that you know not. And we've had that happen in our lives, right? We, we, in the season of like, Joy found out she had cancer one time. I had a heart attack. And it's like, you're doing cancer for Lent. Right. We <laughs> were doing suffering. Right. Suffering we were, we were, and we were well, on Meanwhile, we got 10 or 15 things we're going right. to do. Right. And yeah. God was like, it just like cleared the deck and said, wipe it all away. Yeah. I'm doing a yeah. greater interior yeah. work. And that's, I guess, what we're trying to say is to be open to the Holy Spirit, to say, Lord, what are you doing? Um, and Or a cross may be laid on you. Or a family member or someone else or in the nation, in the world. And God's saying, I want you to devote your prayers in a special way mm -hmm. to peace, to, to this family member. I want you to sacrifice for this family member, to make sacrifices, to fast in a particular way. And meanwhile, we haven't even given it a thought. Well, it wasn't even happening, but then it happens. Mm -hmm. Leave room for God. Leave room for the history that's going to happen to you in your life, 
in your loved one's life that you know not of. Right. And say, Lord, I'm, I'm just open because it usually takes over your season of Lent. Mm -hmm. No, and there will never be another Lent like 2024. Just <clears> think <throat> of where we are in our nation, <clears throat> in the world, everything that's happening in our church, so, in your family, in your <clears throat> own life. So many things that we could be attentive to. But you need to discern what is God asking of you yeah. and then be obedient <clears throat> to what God is asking of you. So we want to hear from you. We want you to call us or get to us through Facebook, however you want to get to us, email, and let us know how you're preparing for the holy season of Lent, for the lengthening of the time with your, with your groom, who is Jesus Christ, that you could be all that he desires for you to be at this point in your life. Plenty more to come. We'll be right back. Don't go away. Welcome back. Well, remember that we're taking your questions today on our show. So give us a jingle at 1-800-221-9460. If you are calling and you are outside North America, you can always give us a, num a jingle at 205-271-2980. You can always send us an email with a question or a comment to Jim and Joy at EWTN.com and check us out on Facebook. So today, this is the question. How are you discerning and preparing for this year's Lenten journey? We really do want to hear from you. Right. We want where, you to call us because you might have an insight mm -hmm. that we don't have that somebody else doesn't have. That's an interesting thought, how right. they're discerning and what they're thinking. So. And we're nine days away. So Not now, nine. at this particular point in time, as you're preparing, going before the Lord, asking, seeking his heart, mind, and spirit as to how you would do your Lenten journey, of the year 2024. We have Father Joseph Mary Wolf on the line with us. He's such a blessing to, to everyone. And uh, Father Joseph, we wanted to have you on in particular just to tell us a little bit about this mm -hmm. year's 2024 Lenten meditation, which people can get at uh, ew10.com slash Lent. Uh, so give us a little insight. It's, I've read it through. It's really, really wonderful. But how could this be a help at this season? You know, I like what you said about uh, preparing for your Lenten journey. And uh, on the third Sunday of Lent, I actually talk about, you know, the gospel. Jesus speaks of the temple as his father's house. And think about when he was a boy, his family would make a pilgrimage to the temple. And he's lost, and he speaks of it as his father's house. So one of the penitential practices we can make, and I think especially appropriate this uh, year of the Eucharist, uh, the continuation of it, is make a pilgrimage. Right. And maybe one of the best places you could go is a shrine dedicated to the Blessed Sacrament, <laughs> like mm. the shrine yeah. in Hansville, because a pilgrimage has been a traditional way of practicing penance in the Middle Ages, and there's the uh, way of... Uh, St. James, you know, in, the, in Europe, and uh, so on. And it was a way, it's a really a spiritual experience and journey that we could make. That's beautiful, Father. And, and this, um, 
meditations that you have here, Joy, I, I read them through, and Joy's going to be joining with me. We'll do it together. But you have so many wonderful recommendations for people, and that's what our show is today. How are you preparing? What are you thinking? You can go to EW10.com forward slash let, just like I did, and just put your information in. Bam, you get uh, all the teachings that are there. You should start just looking at that now. Go over the table of contents. Each week there's a beautiful teaching there, Reflection by Father. And uh, there's also videos uh, that will be uh, on that website, EW10.com forward slash Lent. And so we want to journey with you, and Father's made it possible to do that, and you, he's just an excellent teacher, and we're all together in on this. Father, a closing word, uh, a hope for uh, the family as we approach this season, and the importance of not waiting till Ash Wednesday, but to be thinking, to be <laughs> praying, to, to, to do that now. Yes, that it's a holy time. You know, the whole church goes on retreat, basically, that we're going to focus on what really matters. And we know that just indulging in every possible passion or you know, pleasure is not the way to happiness. But it's learning virtue, which is really strength. And it's choosing what is good and what is good for our prayer life, good for others, and ultimately good for ourselves. So that's really the graces are abundant during this time and to take yes. advantage of it. Yes. I just want to close by uh, something that you've said in one of the reflections. You say, let us gaze for a long time upon the crucified one as we journey with him through Holy Week. Can you see Jesus hanging upon the cross, looking upon you, only you? Do you see his loving glance that says, see how much I love you? Love is repaid by love alone. He wants your heart. Mm -hmm. Father, thank you so much for these reflections and for building up the body of Christ. God bless you, Father. Thanks for making time to be with us. Sure. God bless you all. Thank you. Thank you, Father. Well, you know, Father said a good thing. During this year of the Eucharist, you know, it might be good for you to go on a Lenten journey um, to a shrine that really specializes on the Eucharist. And your birthday is coming up towards the end of February. And we are going to do exactly that, right? You right? asked me wh what I wanted to do for my birthday. Right. And I said I wanted to go to Hansville. Right. Mm -hmm. and just get a hotel there right. and really do... And do a retreat. Do you wanted show. to do a little Lenten journey retreat, and which is, which is a beautiful thing. So in our Lenten journey, in our time when we're trying to be less of us and more of Jesus, ways that we want to increase maybe our prayer time, increase our fasting, increase our almsgiving in ways that you would deny yourself take up your little cross, or maybe it's a big cross, yeah. um, and deny yourself for the love of your Lord. Yeah. And so that, I mean, that's the intimate journey. That's what we're all seeking. That's all the preparation that we're trying to make on our interior life, that the love and life of Christ would shine ever more brightly inside of us. And maybe, maybe it's a vice for you. Maybe it's something mm -hmm. in your interior life where you're holding on to and you're not letting that go. Maybe it's a relationship. Maybe alcohol or drugs or whatever it could be, pornography or somebody that you haven't forgiven. 
You know, God might be saying, let it go, let them go. And um, I want you to increase mercy. I want to increase grace in your life. And so usually when there's an exchange, <laughs> something has to go and that's usually a vice so that the virtue can come in and increase and live large inside of us, that it would dispel our own interior darkness. I mean, that's the Lenten journey. That's the death. And if everybody, if everybody is doing that, just think what a great world this would be if we're all trying to be more loving and more kind and if we want to believe everything about the Catholic Church, especially in this time of Eucharistic revival. Maybe you want to have a Lenten journey and you want to say, Lord, I, I need my own space and place inside of me revived, that I would believe that I am consuming the body, blood, soul, and divinity of our Lord that's coming inside of me, Lord, Lord, take over me. Amen. I mean, those kind of surrenders, those, those heart cries, that's what God is longing for. And, and Father so eloquently and Mother Angelica always used to say so beautifully about looking at the cross and, and meditating on the cross. And, you know, we all can complain about our own sufferings and our sorrows and our miseries. Well, gaze at the cross and then let the cross gaze back at you and then something changes, right? We have that beautiful experience. So please give us a call. We want to hear from you. Uh, send us uh, a text or email us, Facebook us, and just share with us, how are you preparing for Ash Wednesday, the beginning of the season of Lent? Here's a comment, Joy. It says, remembering that while it may be easier to give up something of our choice, like chocolate or coffee, Sometimes what God wants for us is the hard thing in charity and self-control. And I'm going to use this season to learn to comply with God's will by giving up my habit of complaining about things. Mm. And this is Joanne from Augusta, Maine. And that, that's a beautiful thing, right? How many times are we quick to make um, a negative comment? Or maybe you just, you just have a sarcastic way about you. <laughs> that, that needs to come under the Lordship of Christ. Yeah. Um, you could say, well, everybody in my family's like this. This is like what we do. <laughs> well, that's not an excuse to sin or to be living out of vice or to be quick-tempered or anything that we have that we can say, oh, that's just my personality or that's the way my family is and this is how we are. Nope. If you're coming under the Lordship of Jesus, then we're not going to look like our family. We're going to look more like Jesus. And the problem is, is that the church isn't looking any different from the culture. And so we, as a people of God, need to be holy and pure in all our ways. And I'm one of those crazy people. I love Lent. I love a That's Lenten great. journey. I love Lent. I love Lent, but I love Easter. And well, so, Lent, I mean, that's my faith journey, right? But Lent is all about Easter, yes. finally, right? I mean, it's about the resurrection. We're preparing for the passion, the death of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and the resurrection, which right. is the consummation of the whole thing of the season of Lent and Holy Week, the Triduum, and so on. So this is, so some people don't really, you know, get mm -hmm. that. I remember when we were 
when I was pastoring in the Episcopal Church, and people just, this one woman in particular, just like, I, I don't want anything to do with Lent. It's just, you know, a heavy burden, and it's terrible, and mm. so on. But no, it's meant to lead you to a resurrection. We have right. another comment, I think. And here's another comment. It says, prayers, fasting, and living life as humble as God wants us to be. Love all his creation and stay faithful and in touch with our God for he alone can give us what we need. And this is from Angelita from Facebook. And you know, maybe maybe there's a devotion that you're gonna do. Maybe, um, you know, there's certain devotion that you might wanna do. You certainly can do the EWTN.com forward slash Lent and get that. There are other devotions out there, but it's not a checklist. I don't want you just to like, I'm doing this devotion, I'm doing this, I'm doing... How are you being? How is the transformation happening? Yeah. Are you being with the King of Kings? Maybe Jesus is asking you to come to adoration more, mm -hmm. or maybe you've never gone to adoration, and Jesus says, can you come to adoration and just sit and be with me? Give me 10 minutes. Or maybe you wanna add, um, a mass into your weekly in your life, yeah. you know, increase that. So there's so many things that we could do. Just listen and that you would hear God's heart and then obey whatever he's asking. And let's keep it really simple. Like if you're not going to mass every Sunday, go to mass every Sunday. I'm, maybe you haven't been in mass in months. Maybe you're, you're just kind of passing through these channels N now. Go back to the Mass. When was the last time we made, you made, a confession? A year, two years, three years, four years? Go to confession. You'll be so very, very blessed. And hear those words of absolution from the mouth of the priest voicing the love of Jesus Christ for you. Some of you may be afraid to go back to Mass. For some, there's something that you've encountered. And I know a guy that I'm thinking about as I'm saying this. And I finally understood as I was listening to him, he was wounded by the church and he couldn't, he felt like he couldn't go back. I said, can you just go to the sanctuary? Let me tell you where the cathedral is downtown Birmingham. You know, just if you can't go to mass and you can't go to confession, like you just, something's hyper something with you. Can you, he goes, I think I could walk into a church just whenever I want to. Yeah, it's open all the time. Maybe that's the invitation for you. And just sit there in the holy sanctuary the tabernacle's there. Jesus Christ himself is there. You'll be so very, very blessed. We invite you to come back home to the church. Plenty more to come. We'll be right back. Don't go away. Welcome back. Well, thank you for all your comments today. We always love to hear from you. Now, we, before we wrap up today's show, we're going to check in with Joan Lewis to find out what's happening in the church. So, Joan, what is your latest from Rome? Well, greetings from the Eternal City. Now, here we are just nine days away from Ash Wednesday and Lent, and I find your question this week how am I discerning and preparing for the Lenten journey? It's important to ponder that right now. And for me, the key word in what you said is journey. Journey implies a goal, a destination. And 
Our destination, of course, is our salvation. And we do this through Easter, through the resurrection. But before that, we have to experience the agony of Jesus' crucifixion and death. And that's a period of 40 days. And as we travel down that road of 40 days, there may be a few bumps in the road, there might be a fork in the road, and there might even be some big obstacle uh, roadblock that we have to go around. Now, of course, remember that Lent is a time of prayer, fasting, and almsgiving. And some of the, the roadblocks, some of the bumps, if you don't practice those things, some of the bumps may be a little bigger. Now, to be honest, I like to look at Lent as a time to add something to our lives, not necessarily subtract, as in giving something up. Sure, we enjoy things that make us smile, that are part of our day. That can be coffee, a glass of wine, snacks, desserts, and certainly social media. But you know what? Instead of giving those up, or anyway, the time used for those, let's add something to our life. Let's add time for prayer. Let's add time for acts of almsgiving. And you know what? In almsgiving, in being there to help others, you bring a smile to their face and eventually a smile, a smile to your own face. Now, of course, fasting is essential. And the important part is that with fasting, we have self-control. We learn self-control and we learn how to make time for our Lenten precepts, not just simply find time. So making choices will bring us perhaps to a, uh, a fork in the road. So we have to ask ourselves, what is best for my spiritual health? And then we have to make the choice which direction to follow. And some of the bumps on the road can be smoothed away by discipline. And even a big roadblock can be done away with with discipline and prayer. But so the Lenten journey can be smooth if the road is smooth. But just remember, you pave, we pave the road. So let's do this every day. Let's do it with a smile. Let's offer it to our Lord. And I kind of as an afterthought, think about Simon of Cyrene. Remember, he was commissioned to help Jesus carry his cross. Maybe during Lent, we should try to be a Simon of Cyrene for someone. On that thought, back to you. Joan, thank you so much. That was an absolutely beautiful devotion and really helps us to prepare for the holy season of Lent. I think you actually do what you say you do. Mm. Join us next time for a conversation with Deacon Matthew Halbach. He will share with us about seeing our lives as a gift from God and living our lives in faith. God bless you. God bless all of your loved ones. You're an important part of this EWTN family. You're never alone. You're always at home with Jim and Joy. Bye now.